Meals for Millennials with Megan and Owen. I'm Megan Scully. I'm your typical millennial who cannot cook and uh, I'm hopefully going to learn so much tips from our chef extraordinaire here. Yeah, and I'm Owen Sheen. I'm from Country Munch. I am the chef today and I'm going to teach Megan how to cook lots of different meals for millennials. Easy, quick, simple, nutritious meals that you can make by just simply listening to this podcast or following the videos along. Meals for Millennials with Megan and Owen is proudly sponsored by Hook and Ladder, Corbally, Sarsfield Street and Castle Troy. Welcome to episode two, and as of course it is January and coming to the end of the month, we decided we're going to do something for Veganuary, Veganuary? Yeah, it's one of them. Veganuary? One of, one of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us what exactly we're going to make today that's a vegan deep yes. dish. Yes, uh, so today we're going to do falafels. Uh, very, very popular in the vegan world. Yeah. Uh, extremely on trend at the moment. Everyone is talking about it, everyone is trying it, and which is fantastic because even though I'm not a vegetarian or vegan myself, mm. I would eat probably the same amount of, of vegetables. Yeah. I eat a huge amount of veg and it's something that I promote constantly anyway so yeah. the promotion of vegetables in anyone's diet is super important so this is it's a great movement it's a great way of getting more vegetables into our diet mm -hmm. and um, falafels are a great way of doing that now are, would falafels be considered an easy dish to make because I've obviously I bought them in packets and stuff yeah. but I've never actually made them yeah they are very very easy to make and it's very cheap to make you'll see okay. we only have a few ingredients the main ingredient is chickpeas you can get a tin of chickpeas for about 30 cent, yeah, maybe. Really cheap. So, um, like that's the most expensive part. A jar of tahini will keep for a long, long time, so we're only going to use a little bit. So, can I just ask, what is tahini? It is sesame seed. Uh, oh, so, it's, okay. it's like ground down sesame seeds. You get it in most soup or super values or, or any stores across the, where, wherever you mm. live, but uh, it lasts a very long time. So, okay, it might cost three or four quid, but this will only take you know a tablespoon or less even so okay amazing so very for your chickpeas or for your um, flatfish yeah. what ingredients do you need okay so what we have is our main ingredient is mm. our chickpeas that's the the bulker of this yeah uh flour is going to kind of bring it together we're going to use some red onion so that's going to um kind of add a little bit of sharpness a little bit of color we'll do some lemon juice for acidity and then we're going to kind of spice it up it okay. is it's a it's a middle eastern dish yeah. that's out of the world so we're going to do some cumin, some ground ginger, salt, pepper, uh, some mixed herbs, and then some nice fresh coriander and oh, parsley. Lovely. But there's no cooking really involved. We'll get all of that into a blender yeah. with some oil. Uh, we'll blitz it up and we'll get on a frying pan and we'll just fry them off. Oh. So we'll just get to the stage where we have flaffles made. Then I'll give you some tips and tricks to put that into a dish. But this is the, the main constituent of that dish itself. And I, you're, you're going to do this, I'm not going to oh, do this now, okay? okay. <laughs> so, I'm opening the blender for you, I'm giving you the ingredients, so okay. if you wouldn't mind popping in the chickpeas, please. First up, chickpeas are going in. Okay. That's so number one. So you do two, it's like a tablespoon, two okay. tablespoons of flour. I can do that. Okay, so please. two tablespoons. And you wear it off, you just, it's going to get blitzed up, so okay. there's, no, no, there's no nice way I to do this. I don't need to be uh, no, too gentle. No, no, no. You can do this one generous spoon of tahini. I want to smell this with. Yeah. Oh! It's like a peanut butter. Oh, yum. Oh my gosh. I haven't ever had tea. I probably have, but I've never eaten it. You can go too, actually. You can go too. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. That smells amazing. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Right. I'm going to dice up an onion very, very quickly. Okay. I'm going to stand back because onion will make me cry. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Very sensitized, so I have. So, when we are chopping, I'll do a very, very quick demo tutorial. Good sharp knife. Very, yeah. very important. Our thumb and this finger. Name this finger? Yeah. Oh, In index. Index finger. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and index finger grip the blade. Our other three fingers will wrap around the handle. Okay. And we have a good grip. So that's really, really important. So we don't want our fingers on the blade. Yeah. Because we'll lose them. 
So we grip, so nothing's under the blade. With our other hand, okay. we'll hold the onion. With our fingers peeled back. So we're going to follow between our two knuckles. So always when we're on the chopping board, our ah. blade stays between our two knuckles and our fingers are curved. Safety first. So our fingers are never straight on the board. They're always curled back. Okay. So for the onion, I'll just make a few incisions lengthways. Yeah. I'll make two or three incisions into the actual onion itself. Okay, this is very interesting because I was trying to chop an onion last week and I absolutely passed it. Yeah, well this is a, it's a good, this is really, for, really good for, for like finely diced. So we've done the ones down into it. Okay. And now all we gotta do, nice grip in the yolk, and nice and easy run through it. He just makes it look so easy. And when we get to the end, so always when we're chopping anything, the most important thing is that it's on a flat surface, uh, the actual vegetable itself. Okay. So that's not very stable to chop. Yeah. So we drop it down onto its belly, and we go again. Like so, chop it again. There you go. Simple as that. And for this especially, it's nice and fine. You could actually chop that rougher because it's going into a blender. Okay. It's not hard to see it once done. Yeah, well that's interesting because I'm always trying to cook, cut my onions quite small and it's, as I said, I just can't Yeah, nice and nice and... A good sharp knife is a really good investment for a kitchen. Yeah, I'm learning this as we go along. That it's kind of all about having good pots, pans, Good pots, knives, good pans, everything. knives, all that kind of stuff. It makes your life a whole lot easier. So much stuff to buy. Okay, so with our spoon again. Okay. If you could do just a teaspoon of our ground cumin and our ground ginger. So that's about half of About it. half of that, yeah. One. So we're going to use it up. Yeah. Two. Same in mixed herbs. Oh, these smell amazing. Oh wow, I love the smell of ginger and I'll cumin. I'll do a generous pinch of salt, because there's quite a bit of food gone in there. This will make a few falafels and a good pinch of black pepper. So I can't believe there's fairly like basic ingredients in yeah. this. I'll do just the juice of half a lemon. You can do it actually. Oh gosh, is there any trick to this? No, just no, squeeze. squeeze it in. Perfect. So, that loads? Perfect, loads. That's kind of a nice bit of acidity. And we'll just do a small handful of fresh coriander and parsley. Do you know what I just realised? I don't even have a blender. No? no. Another good investment to have in your kitchen. <laughs> so we'll get a lid on that. Okay. We'll uh, watch this. Is this. The fun part. I'm going to do a small bit of olive oil, not too much. We, this isn't going to be... So hummus would be quite similar. Oh, you wouldn't yeah. do as much flour, okay. uh, so we, what we want with this is kind of a dry mixture. Yeah. If you were doing hummus, I'd add much more olive oil, much more tahini, and less of the dry stuff, less of the flour. Uh, and I'd still probably add the same amount of herbs and stuff like that as well. So Great. we'll give this a quick so blend. It's going to be a bit noisy because yeah. we are putting on the mixer. I'll blend it first, and then we'll see what it looks like. Okay. If it's too wet, we'll add more flour. If it's too dry, we'll add a little bit more olive oil. Brilliant. So we'll see you in a second. Okay. Just like just 10 seconds. Two second bits as well. So that's looking pretty good. That smells so good. Yeah. I know you can't smell it, but the, like, the lemon zest is just like. So I'm going to do a small little bit more in. flour into this. I want a little bit more dry. Okay. One more bit. So again, always really important. So Take it all a little bit. Taste. Beautiful. Beautiful. I wouldn't tell you anyway if it wasn't. <laughs> so. Where were my flowers? Flower, sorry, flower. Thank you. I've been moving the stuff around. Okay. Put that into the chimney. Okay. We'll do one more. Like five, ten seconds? Yeah, that's all. Just a quick blitz. Okay. Now. Yeah, it's gone. Again, so, I know I keep talking about the smell, but like, like everything, yeah, the ginger... Yeah, it it's the ginger and the cumin, they're mm. so, so nice. And you see, when, we, when they get the heat of the pan, they come alive. 
So if you could grab that frying pan for me, please, now. You can pop that down there and pop four hot. I can do that much. We're going to get about two tablespoons of oil oh, in the pan. Okay, so like a generous helping of oil because I suppose I, yeah. um, that's probably one thing that I um, maybe don't put enough in of. Especially with this, I mean, it kind of depends on the food itself, but because there's a lot of flour and this is a dry mix, this could stick really easy to the pan. Okay, so a nice bit of oil. That's on full blast, I think. Brilliant. So medium, medium heat? It is now. No, we're <laughs> going to go a high heat at the okay. start, and then once we go to here and start to fry, we'll drop it back down. So our falafel mix, we'll get it onto our chopping board. If there's any bits that aren't blended, just go in with your hands or whatever yeah. it is. This is going to get messy. Just down here. Okay, so I'll just mash that quickly with a knife. Oh, nice. Like so. So how many falafels could you get out of this mix? I would say we'll get... Probably four, maybe four or five. Right. It depends on it depends on hunger you are. You could do two big ones, or you could do six small ones. You know. Brilliant. Well, I have to say I'm always hungry, so. So what we have is our mix in the board. We'll say we're breaking into one, two, three, and four. Right. So what we'll do, we'll get that into our hands. Even put a little bit of flour over if you need to. So it's like bacon. So this is actually really quick and easy to make. Yeah, yeah. Into your hands. Now, if you so, were to make up, um, is it possible to make up like a falafel mixture and then maybe like put it in the fridge for absolutely. a few days? Absolutely. So you could get as far as this, you could do twice or triple the quantity. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't even have to make them into the boss. Just pop them into a, a sealed type bag and yeah. put them in the freezer. Freezer? Okay. Freezer, freezer or, or, or fridge, of course, yeah. But you can keep them in the freezer for as long as you want then. You can yeah. even like make them into the patties and then freeze them or fridge them. Okay, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So they're really, really handy. So all I'm doing is just like a burger or anything like that or meatballs, mixing it up. Making the small little patties and put them on the chopping board. So we get four nice big ones. You could definitely get six if you want to reduce the size. These would be great then for meal prep, wouldn't they? Because if you can Super handy, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really handy. So, like that. And again, the best thing with this is you can kind of pimp these to however you like. You know, so you could add uh, paprika, you could do all different kinds of um, seasonings and you could add more vegetables as well if you wanted. So you know, these are so customizable and unique, whatever your flavour preference is, is um is no problem with at all. So the one thing I love about um, kind of vegan food is how flavoursome it is. And yes. you know, you can do so much with it, there's so much variety and um, I just think you know vegan food does have it just tastes so good. I think it does like this misconception where when people say vegan or, or vegetarian it's just like what am I going to do with carrots and spuds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and there's literally there's a whole world of, of veg that people have no idea about. So it's literally a case of just, you know, trying out different things, watching these recipes, even recipes like this, they're, they're so handy to see because you can take this, develop it yourself. This is just one part of 10 or different meals. So you can put these in like a, a wrap or a kebab. You could do oh. this with rice, you could do it with pasta, you could do it with whatever you want. Amazing. Um, so again, it's, it's really, really, really handy, and there's, there's a whole world of, of vegetable food out there to be discovered, especially in Ireland. We're quite old-fashioned in that sense. We're very meat and two veg in this country. The thing though about the the ingredients is most of us have these at home in our yeah, cupboards. Absolutely. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I think a lot of people have tins of chickpeas. I mean, all the seasoning. I think I actually have. Um, mm. I think the only thing I wouldn't have would probably be the fresh parsley, which I know we can pick up at any of the markets. Again, it's it's not a crucial element. It's yeah. nice as a little bit of freshness, so you can see nice a little bit of color. Yeah. It's green throughout it, but um, like the the just the bare constituents are chickpeas, flour, tahini. Okay, Everything else is a benefit. Yeah. Okay. You know, so what we're looking for in this pan, this should be a little bit of a sizzle. Hopefully, when that gets a little bit hot, so we'll drop them in, and they'll start to sizzle in a second. 
So just a nice frying pan, good bit yeah. of oil, we're going to drop them in. And what we're going to do is just brown them. So there's nothing raw in this, which is a good thing, especially with any kind of oh, vegetarian yeah. or vegan food. You know, we're not afraid of raw meat or raw chicken. It's just to, it's just to add another kind of bit of texture. We're going to brown the outsides so you get a kind of crispy outside and then, and then soft inside. Yeah, because I think that's something that's kind of, with flockers, I find sometimes hard to get them that kind of nice texture that they're not too dry as well. One thing I find with them is often they can be quite dry. Uh, just because there's a lot of flour and chickpeas, yeah. so it's important to have enough moisture. It's important not to over fry them because mm -hmm. the more you fry it, the more the moisture you'll pull out. Okay. So if we fry these for 20 minutes, they'd be like crackers. Yeah. You could break them open. So all we're really looking to do is just brown the outsides really, really quick and simple, and then it's what you serve with then. So like a nice hummus, really handy. Mm -hmm. uh, sweet chili sauce would be my preference. I love flaps with sweet chili. Oh. Uh, or like a, it might not be vegan but like a, a kind of sriracha mayo or vegan mayo yeah. or um, a chipotle mayo so again there's vegan options vegetarian options for most things now we're kind of we live in a world now where anything yeah, is possible great. you know so that's come to heat now I'm going to get a fish slice two seconds I have to say I just wish I wish you could smell what I smell right now because I said all the flavours there are so good and I, like, I'm getting all the different scents here in the kitchen yeah. um, and it's just making me so hungry. Yes, that's I mean, especially with those dried um, seasonings. When they hit the hot oil, they come to life. So, like if you're cooking like a chili or anything like that, when you add your cumin and your chili powder and your, and your cayenne pepper, the house fills up. Yeah. You know, so and they often need that because that can be sitting in a jar for two years. It won't go off. You know, the, so well any any, any of those seasonings at all. So when they hit the pan, they come to life. As opposed to if you're using a fresh chili or anything like that. They're already fresh, they're ready to go, mm -hmm. especially with the dry stuff, they kind of need a little bit of heat to, to wake up. And here's so, the sizzling now. Yeah. So we'll just have a look. So keep them moving in the pan. Again, even though we used a lot of oil, not all that oil, not all that oil will be used in the cooking. Yeah. You know? So we're only going to be absorbing a fraction of that. So I want a good brown colour on the bottom. So we'll what, give it a look up. When it comes to oil, what, what do you recommend buying? Because I know a lot of people get it. Yeah, it's, it's another question I'm always asked. Of yeah. oil. They're like, oh, it's really unhealthy and really bad for you. Yeah, no. I, I, I spent a good time in Italy and okay. it's the main ingredient over there. Everyone uses oil. Yeah. Um, bread or dipping. I love dipping bread in oil. I have Italian friends that drink oil every morning. First thing to do is take a shot really? of, of olive oil. Uh, it's really that. good for your bones. <laughs> I know hot liver oil, I drink that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, again, it's, it's that kind of spectrum of, of healthy fats. Yeah. Uh, it's high in calories. That's why people are who are nearly afraid of calories are opposed to it because you know there's there's nine calories per gram of fat okay. as opposed to four calories per gram of protein or carbs. So okay. there's nearly double the amount in the same amount of volumes, which is why people are often afraid of it. But it is extremely healthy. It's very very um, essential for, for for anyone for for a healthy diet. So the best oils I love using a good extra virgin olive oil, extra, uh, yeah. an Italian one. Ireland does some amazing rapeseed oil. Yeah. Um, coconut oil is nice. It just it does. It has a strong flavor. I wouldn't yeah. use coconut oil everything because okay. you do get a, a coconut kick. So it's nice for a curry and like that, but I wouldn't be frying steaks or anything in coconut oil. <laughs> because you, you, there is there is that kind of taste of it. Yeah. Uh, and then butter. I, I would kind of I would class butter separately because okay. it's so it burns at a much lighter temperature. So you would never cook something on a high heat in butter. Mm. You would always add it in last minute. It's a beautiful flavor. Okay. So yeah, there's, there's different, different, especially if you're cooking, but uh, you can't really go wrong with a good extra virgin olive oil. Uh, sunflower oil is quite bland, okay. which is good. So if you're cooking something you don't want a strong taste, sunflower oil is perfect. Okay, it won't, it won't, um, it won't ha mask any of the flavors in, in the frying pan. So if you give one flip there, 
You see oh, where it's getting a nice brown lovely. color? We'll do the same here. Now these, it's so funny because these look very different to some shop-bought flosses I picked yes, up. Yes, yeah. These homemade ones. A lot of them would be deep fat fried. Okay. So. Would that be why they'd kind of dry then? Again, it, it's a, a main reason for it as well. Um, so this is a little bit healthier. Mm. And you won't get that, you know, extreme heat in the center as well. So you see they still are quite soft to touch. All we're doing is just hardening the outside. I'm going to get a plate, serve these up with some sweet chili. What I would do, if I was doing a dish, I would probably have some hummus. Um, the Happy Pear do a really nice hummus. Yes, they do. Again, really easy to make yourself. What the ingredients we have here is what you need for hummus. Okay. Just less the flour, more oil. So okay. chickpeas, tahini, your spices, your lemon, your fresh herbs. Uh, and blitz that together into a nice kind of hummusy paste. Okay. So I might get like a tortilla or a, a kebab wrap. So hummus, falafel, some fresh maybe um, pickled cabbage, something like that. Oh, nice. And then a nice tahini um, sauce or a tzatziki, which would be like a, a kind of creamy yogurt over the top. And uh, there's, there's so much you can do with these. They so just we'll do. look so good. So interesting. So if you do decide to make these at home, make sure you tag Owen and I and Slimmer Post in your in your videos and, and your pictures. We want to see if you can make these homemade falafels, as I said, as part of Veganuary. Veganuary. I'm yeah, never saying that I'm wrong. Not, I'm not so apologies to the vegans yeah. out there. I'm. I am. Um, I haven't actually heard the word being said out loud. I've only read it on social media. So. Yes. Yeah. So these are pretty much done. Again, you can cook these to your preference. I'm gonna whip these off now because the two of us are extremely hungry. Yes. So I have some sweet chili just on the plate, just to serve this up. Again, you could add a lot more to this if you'd like. Pull that off, like so. These just look incredible. And again, they're so cheap to make. That's the best thing about this. You know, there's not a lot of expensive ingredients going in here. It takes less than 15 minutes, I would think. Voila! There you have it, our vegan falafel. Now, can I ask on, could yes. you put these into, I'm just looking at some of the bigger ones, they could nearly double up as uh, veggie burgers. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So again, that could be, you could add some beans in there, so kidney beans or something like that, and that would suffice as a, as a burger as well. Or these would work perfectly as well. Okay, so. Okay, you're, you're the taste tester now. Oh, this is a lot again. of pressure on here now. Mmm. These yeah. are incredible. Oh wow. The sweet chili is nice because it adds a little bit of sweetness to it. There's not, mm. not, not many sweet components in the falafels themselves. So when we are cooking, we're always kind of thinking of the flavor profiles. So sweet, acidity, mm. we have the heat from the, the uh, cumin and, and the, we could add chili to that as well. So they're all kind of harmonizing and playing with each other so, and salt. So there's plenty of salt there as well. So I'm going to try it. Oh! <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe try it. Yeah, yeah there you go. Well, that is it for episode two, and it is, our, of course, our vegan dish. And yep. I said, do subscribe, and uh, we have got something tasty coming up for you next week on Meals from Millennials. Awesome. Thank you.